0: This is the Feminine Genius Podcast, a podcast that celebrates all women of God and their unique genius. I'm your host, Rachel Wong. Friends, I'm back after a long stretch of time away and the time spent in silence was largely twofold. As usual, I like to take some time between seasons to pause and reflect on the ministry, but along with the typical reflection, there were some other things that I felt like the Lord was asking me to attend to this time around. And so with that comes the need to step back as well. After having the privilege of sharing other women's stories for the past three years, I thought I would take some time with you today, on this very last episode, to share my own story and what the heck is going on here. So, yes, you heard that correctly. I initially envisioned this episode to be a season five opener to kick off another wonderful season of conversations with more incredible women. And as I mentioned in the season four finale, which I realized now was released over four months ago, there was still a lot more that I wanted to do with the podcast. There were plenty of women who I wanted to bring on and I was really excited about this process of dreaming and planning with the Lord. But over the past few months, There were a few things in my life that shifted, which brings me to a piece of news that I wanted to share up front, that this episode is not a season opener, but rather a series finale. And saying that brings a lot of different emotions, but above all, there is a lot of peace that comes with this decision. And I want to thank all of you for being present and tuning in to listen to some of the incredible women who have opened up their hearts and their lives. To us over the past couple years. So many of you are probably familiar with how I came to start this podcast and on the different interviews that I've had the privilege of doing. I've had that opportunity to share that story. And so to close out this podcast, I thought it would reflect on the past three years three plus years, I guess, on doing this podcast through the lens of my story, something that I I haven't had the chance to do until recently as I was planning this episode out. As many of you know, I like to ask women off the top how they came to their faith and how they came to know Jesus in the way that they do now. And a lot of the stories that were told to me had a lot of themes that resonated in my own life. Things like they were born and raised in a Catholic family. They went to Catholic school. They attended mass every Sunday. And for me, I developed a head knowledge of who God is and was, but didn't really know who he was in my life. I didn't have a heart relationship with him. And I always thought that his love and his approval, much like that of those around me, had to be earned. And because of that, I'd always been a very driven individual, which in itself isn't a bad thing, but I had a very unhealthy relationship with failure. And for me, failure wasn't an option. I thought that the better I was, the more respected I would be. But over the course of my childhood and teenage years, there was certainly a lot of turbulence, which led me to question whether or not God was someone who could be trusted. There were deaths in my family, and bullying, and eventually dealing with different mental health issues, which I've been very open in sharing about over the past couple of years. And a lot of this had really weakened my self-esteem and made me wonder whether or not my life was worth living. And things all came to a head for me in 2016. I had just come out of a bad relationship, and I was in a period of flux after I changed degree paths twice, And I was preparing for what seemed to be an incredibly challenging set of exams for my piano teaching certificate. And on top of that, it seemed like I was getting sick every single month and dealing with the worst bouts of depression and anxiety that I had had in years. As it happened that same semester, I was invited to go to a conference that was hosted by Catholic Christian Outreach here in Canada. And that year, the conference was held in my hometown of Vancouver. So in that sense, it made sense for me to go, right? Like I had no excuse not to go. So I signed up despite the fact that I knew no one. And as winter break started, I began to actually panic about this decision. How could I go to a conference for Catholic young adults when I myself didn't really know if I believed in this God, if God was actually real? And if God was real, I wasn't even sure if he cared about me. And to make matters even worse, I had gotten incredibly sick over Christmas, to the point where I actually missed Christmas Day because I was sick in bed. And so while I heard my family celebrating the joy of the season, I thought to myself, maybe it's better if I wasn't around anymore. And so in between the start of the conference and being sick, my family had left for their own vacation, leaving me home alone for one day before I had to head out to the conference venue. And I thought that God was presenting me with an opportunity to end my own life. And I thought about this moment a lot in the days and the weeks and the months leading up to this very moment. I wanted to go through with it, but there was something or maybe someone that was holding me back. And I heard someone say in the depths of my heart to be patient. And anyone who knows me knows that I hate being patient. But in spite of myself, I obeyed the quiet voice that was in my heart, not realizing that it could actually be the Lord speaking to me. So I ended up going to the conference and I was confronted with a lot of people I didn't know and I thought that they were all going to see past me and see me as I truly was. A sinner, someone who is constantly depressed and not fun to be around, and someone who's not worth talking to, and most importantly, someone who just... Was in the wrong place. I very clearly did not belong there. But I could not have been more wrong and more mistaken because not only did I come to meet some of my closest friends at that conference, I also came to meet the Lord Himself. As I reflect on many of the interviews that I've done, we always talk about the one two punch of confession and Eucharistic adoration. And for many women, and men too, but certainly a lot of the women that I've interviewed, that seems to be a common theme, is that that moment where we receive the sacrament of confession and then we go back to adore Jesus in the blessed sacrament, that in itself is a defining moment of conversion or reversion. And for me, that's exactly what happened. I remember sitting on the very grubby conference room floor it was snowing that year in Vancouver, and anybody who's been to Vancouver in the winter knows that we have no idea what to do with ourselves in the snow. And that meant that the ground was wet and it was kind of slushy, and from like all the boots mucking around on the conference room floor, it was disgusting to sit down on. And I remember just being very disgusted that I had to sit on the floor, but also I was very anxious about what was about to happen. But when Jesus was brought out in the monstrance, I felt like everything was swept away, every worry, every anxiety, because I was just so captivated by the beauty of Jesus in the monstrance. And despite being in a room of over 700 or 800 people, it felt like it was just Jesus and I. And in my heart, I knew that the right thing to do, the next right step, was to go to confession. Confession. So I joined the line of what seemed to be hundreds of people, and I patiently waited my turn, unsure of what was going to happen, until I found myself face-to-face with a priest, and I went through the motions that my Catholic school upbringing taught me. And when it came to confess my sins, I poured almost everything out. But when I stopped confessing the usual things that I would confess... Priest said to me, there's still something more. And then it came time for me to confess the attempt that I had to end my own life. And I was very wary about sharing that because I knew what the church taught about respecting life from conception to its natural end. And so after I shared that, I kind of had like, you know, one eye open, waiting to see if the priest was gonna excommunicate me right then and there. But to my surprise, he said to me, welcome home. The father sees you and knows you and loves you. And as we ended that time of confession and I walked back to where adoration was happening, I felt like grace was flooding through my veins and just every part of me just felt like this is real. God is real. And I was also reminded in that moment of the scripture passage that was chosen for, for that year's conference, which is taken from Isaiah 43, verse 1. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. And my friends, like I feel like after that moment of conversion, and ever since, it has been a journey for me to, one, remember that I have been redeemed, by Jesus, but also the fact that I was trying to find my place in the church. If I was truly his and he had redeemed me, I, I felt like I needed to do something for him. And I was looking all over the place trying to figure out what that thing would be. And while I won't share again the origin story of this podcast, because hey, that's what episode one was for, I do want to talk about how this podcast has helped me to develop and shape my own personal feminine genius. I would say that for a long time, after I had that moment of conversion and up until the point I had started this podcast, I felt very directionless. I knew sort of what my gifts were and what I enjoyed doing. And in fact, I was even for a period of time, like really living out my dream. I was working in radio and I was doing something that I loved and I thought that God had provided me with an opportunity to chase my dreams and do something that I really wanted. But as with many things in this world, there was the vicious cycle of burnouts and feeling unsatisfied and ultimately feeling a little lost and restless. And all of this changed when I received the call from the Lord in 2019 to start this podcast. And totally afraid and unsure of how all of this would pan out, I proceeded with caution. And three years out, I had the chance to meet some incredibly strong woman, some beautiful woman, a woman who I would have never met if not for this podcast. Over the course of three years, I've had the chance to rejoice in the many ways that these women were using their gifts for God's greater glory and also had many opportunities to cry alongside them as they recounted some of the stories of the crosses that they've had to bear in their lives, some of which are still bearing these crosses to this day. And in all of these women, and in the hundreds of women that I've had the chance to meet through the podcast, presence online and out in public and at different events, I've seen such an incredible desire for women to grow in true and authentic femininity. Femininity that is so much more than superficial beauty or a collection of quote-unquote feminine traits. This is real life that these women are living and what they're seeking is the heart of God. They're desiring intimacy with him and they're becoming the woman that they are called to be by acting in and through the gifts and the crosses that God has given them. And in turn, you know, and I, I say this all the time to people that it's true that I've given a lot of my life to doing this podcast over the past couple of years, but it pales in comparison to what I have received from all of the women who I've met, whether as guests or otherwise. It really is just such an honor to be able to have that point of reflection to be challenged by these women and see how they're being called and to recognize that I'm not meant to be a carbon copy of them. But in my own way, how am I called to be actualized as the feminine genius that I am? What is it that God is calling me to do? How is it that I'm supposed to bring his light into the world? And so with that, I have some additional news that I'd like to share I mentioned at the top of this episode that some things in my life had shifted and this is precisely why I have to take a step back from producing new episodes for this podcast. Now, many of you know that I had been doing a lot of traveling, which was quite unusual during a time of pandemic, which if many of you recall, this podcast was produced a lot during the pandemic, which was a gift, it really was, but i have been doing a lot of traveling here and there. And after a long period of discernment to the religious life, I'm really excited to share with you all that I've been accepted into postulancy with the daughters of St. Paul. And it is crazy to say that out loud. It kind of, it brings so much joy and a lot of different nerves, but excitement and Yeah, I'm elated and and over the moon to be able to share this with all of you. And for those of you who may not be familiar with the order, the Daughters of St. Paul are a group of sisters who evangelize the word of God using the means of social communication. So they're also known colloquially as the media nuns. And you may have seen them on social media or listened to their podcast, The Daughters Project, which is a phenomenal podcast, by the way. Or maybe you've entered into one of their book centers because they've got book centers all over the United States and they also have one in Toronto, Canada. And what this means is that I'm preparing to enter into a period of formation or postulancy with the community and this is where I need to take a step back. I want to make sure that as I enter into this new stage of life that I'm giving ultimately the Lord but also the community and myself all of myself. I want to be totally present to what is going on, what the Lord is presenting to me. And while doing a podcast absolutely falls in line with the ministry and the work that the Daughters of St. Paul do, it was ultimately my decision to to take a step back. And of course there's a lot of complicated feelings that comes with it. And I, I want you all to know that it wasn't an easy decision to make, but it was the right decision. To make uh, for me at this point in my life and I hope that you all understand. And while the podcast will still be accessible and you can go back and listen to previous episodes, after this episode there won't be any new episodes coming out as I turn my attention to focus on preparation, the transition, and ultimately entering into formation. And of course the social media accounts that are tied to this podcast will also remain live for now. And they'll mostly be used to share updates as my situation changes and also to keep you all up to date and and stay in touch. And with that, I wanted to close by taking this opportunity to thank all the women who have shared their stories with us over four seasons, which is remarkable over 100 episodes featuring incredibly gifted women. And as always, I want to give a special shout out to Marielle Pahaihai for the cover art and Teresa Ambat for the theme music and the editing help that she's provided me with over the past few years. And of course, a big, big thank you to all of you for listening, for following along, and for being true champions of what it means to live out the feminine genius. It's my hope that As Pope St. John Paul II writes in his letter to women, that we continue to live out new and surprising manifestations of the feminine genius in the life of the church. And I can't wait to see from a different vantage point how the Lord continues to inspire and raise up women in the church and in society for the good of souls. So from the very bottom of my heart, thank you. Like I said, this wasn't an easy decision to make and there's a part of me that needs to pinch myself, I think, to remind myself that this is what's happening. That something that I'd been praying about and discerning for a long time is happening. And as many of you who have gone through any sort of change knows, with something new, it requires us to take a step back or to kind of step away from the old. And so Again, thank you so much for everything that you all have given to me because it really has been a gift and a privilege to do this podcast and to be able to talk to different women and to talk to you uh, for all the weeks and the months that I have. And know that while I might not be speaking to you for a while in this way, we're always united in the Eucharist and I'll always be praying for each one of you. So God bless you. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast, for tuning in, and again, for being true champions of the feminine genius. For the very last time, you can listen to the Feminine Genius Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many other platforms. Follow us on social media at FemGeniusPod. And to stay up to date, I would also say follow us on social media. So again, thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. You are always in my prayers. And I hope that I get to meet you one day very, very soon. God bless you.